Hello dears, this is Annette of AnnetteLearner.com back with Chronic Wellness. I was thinking about the fact that ascended masters often use death meditations as a tool toward gaining enlightenment. And if that is a path toward ascending the boundaries of our minds and what is possible, it makes me wonder what living in these bodies plagued by chronic pain and chronic illness can teach us when we open ourselves to seeing them as a tool for instruction. And I am not pretending that um, just because we live with chronic pain and illness that we've overcome our fear of death, which I think ultimately is what is sought to be gained in death meditations, that, uh, that the yogis and other meditation experts are looking to overcome or challenge or um, defeat the fear of death. And I don't think it's necessarily true that those who are contemplating death or living closer to the veil or who have approached death because of our diagnoses have necessarily defeated our fear of death. And yet we are the living embodiment of so many people's fears. And I think that's part of the reason that friendships dissolve and go away. I think that's why so many people uh, focus on, well, but you don't look sick. <laughs> I think that's why so many um, come to us with their stories of, well, I know somebody who got over what you have, or here's a remedy that I've heard. Have you tried it? Why haven't you tried it? It's not just that. They're invested in us being more comfortable and us being well. It's also their fear of, shit, if it happened to you, it could happen to me. And um, I want to resolve <laughs> what's wrong with you because it is destabilizing for me. It makes me profoundly uncomfortable. And I think that uh, people's discomfort with our illness is a lot of the reason why why friendships end and people leave our lives in addition to the fact that it's difficult for us to maintain contact or for them to relate to our experiences and and so it makes me wonder what what have we gained what do we have to show for these journeys that are so fraught with difficulty and hardship and you know, is it resilience? Maybe. Is it mental toughness? In some cases. Is it just knowing how to live with a kind of 
daily suffering that lots of others don't know? Perhaps. Um, And I just, you know, this isn't one where I have answers or where I'm coming to you saying, you know, this is <laughs> the, the outgrowth of, of living with chronic pain and chronic illness. This is one where I'm saying, I wonder. And for me, you know, a very intentional contemplative practice has been an outgrowth of chronic illness, a very focused kind of practice on visualization. Um, I'm quite clear that, that some of the healing that has taken place in my lungs has happened from the visualization activities that I practice. And um, I wonder too if some of what I do in in my mental activities is also just escapism, just trying to, to find a way out of my bodily prison. Um, at one point, I, I bought an audiobook course on, what's it called? Astral projection. Yeah, astral projection, folks, which is like the ability to place yourself someplace other than where you are right like so that I could put myself um, you know in a garment factory in Indonesia <laughs> instead of where I was I wanted to learn that skill if it was possible to me as a way of just getting out of my body, my, my experience, my pain. Um, it's not a skill I've perfected. <laughs> but I can remember at one point uh, during some of the worst pain that I've experienced asking my doctor, can you put me in a medically induced coma? <laughs> because I don't want to be here for this. Um, so what, what have we gained? What have we learned? What skills have been honed or sharpened for living in these bodies that, that are working every day through pain and illness? I'd love to hear your answers. I want to know what skills or tools or abilities you have that you didn't have before. All right, thanks for being here. I love you and I'm thinking about you. Until we're together again, be well. <laughs>